Welcome back to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We truly believe you're made for more and have purpose in Christ. Here, everyone, all ages, backgrounds, and walks of life are welcome to dive into the Bible for godly insight on topics we all deal with to ultimately seek truth. Thank y'all so much for listening. Let's get this party started. Hey, Chosen Girl fam, welcome to this fun extra podcast that we are debuting every Friday for the next few weeks in a series we are honored to call Together for Good. We are so excited to introduce to you the story of me and my new friend, Manico, how we met, all the things that have transpired over the past few months, and what God is doing. Because Romans 8.28 says, God works everything together for the good of those who love Him and those that are called according to this purpose. And that could not be more true. So y'all, buckle up your seatbelts because this is a story that only God himself could write. Here's my conversation with Manico. Hello, everybody, and I am so excited to have you here with me. Uh, Today, I am featuring my sweet little sister, Sarah Collins. You guys, I can't wait till you hear our story. And I am featuring featuring her on my Mama Sista's uh, show, especially because this is the epitome of what it is like when women get together and sisters get together and mamas get to to get to be together and we are really sarah and i have become like family over the past couple of months but it didn't even take that long and so without further ado uh i'm going to introduce my sweet friend and and then after the introduction i'll tell you why this is one of the most precious friendships i have so everybody here is my friend sarah collins hello friends thank you so much for having me mana and i'm so excited to just be doing this together i'm having you you're having me this is going to be um for both of our friends and, and groups of followers so this is just an awesome and beautiful thing yes yes we have a beautiful story don't we Yes. yes. (laughs) God has written an amazing story for us. Yes, Uh, he has. I can't wait to see where else it goes. And just share it with our friends. Oh my gosh, and the difference that it's made already. So, all right. Well, everybody's on pins and needles wondering why, what, how, where, when. So let's get started. So um, for uh, Sarah, your friends and your followers that don't know who I am, my name is Mana Co, and I um, have a business, a company called Mana for Life. And I teach, I train, I'm a speaker, and I uh, help people as a mentor. So um, lots of people call me their purpose professor as well. And in 20, when I turned 50, and that was 2012, uh, I felt like the Lord was telling me it was time to write your story. And I didn't want to do that because it has been a very full life. Um, But this didn't come unexpectedly either. When I was 14, after I left my mother and my stepfather's place and I'd moved with my father, it was that weekend. He was away at work and I was across the street from his apartment complex, lying on the grassy knoll. And I was looking up at heaven. I was like, God, this is bad. Everything is just so bad. It's just like really, really bad. I don't, I don't know how this can 
ever get good again. And I was just really scared. My life was just so upside down. And it was simultaneously. And I, I heard, I felt, I saw, I, I read. You know how when you have an encounter with God, you can't kind of describe it. It's indescribable. So simultaneously, I heard him say, I saw it written. I felt him say, like in all of it at the same time, he said to me, Mana, your life is going to change millions of people's lives around the world. And I thought, okay, you're crazy. Well, first of all, I didn't know where you were during a lot of these things, which I addressed in the book. And then now I'm not telling anybody about my life because it's so ugly. It's so bad. It, I was so ashamed for all the things that had happened to me, even though I didn't know why they were happening. And so fast forward to when 2012, when I was uh, 50, when I said it wasn't unusual for me because every decade somebody was saying, have you journaled this? Have you written this down? Because you need to tell your story one day. You need to tell your story one day. So when I turned 50 and the Lord said to me, it's time, I was like, no, no. I knew instantly what he meant. And um, I, I went rounds with him. I was like, no, I'm not going to relive that. I've, I've done the <laughs> healing. I've gone to therapy. You know, I did the prayer, fasting, deliverance, like you name it. I trauma, I did it all, you know, and I had peace. Finally, I'm just getting some peace. So a couple of months later, I'm circling around this rental because I had moved up to Washington state to take care of my dad. And I, I was just like, no, 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 this is not the time. And he goes, yes, it is. And I said, no. And so I'm not doing this. So I was pacing around this rental that I had, and I was just making my last track around the kitchen. And he goes, finally, he said, Nana, it's not about you. Wow. I was like, oh. I mean, there's no rebuttal to that. Exactly. Because, so I went and I got my laptop and I started writing. And I started writing and very long story short, with a little break uh, in eight months, I wrote a thousand pages. And there were times when I sat in front of my computer, I didn't plan this, but I literally did not move for nine hours. I didn't even go to the restroom. He, wow. he just downloaded everything I was supposed to say, every story, every wording, how to, to do um, character development, foreshadowing, how to write the chapters, what they were going to be called. Like he everything. I can seriously not take credit for it. And when um, it came time to finish the manuscript in one last review, I said, well, God, now what do we call it? I mean, I have no idea uh, what, what we call it. I'm not going to call Nana. You know? <laughs> and, and he said, uh, just keep writing, finish. And when I finished, he says, I said, well, what are we going to call this, Lord? And I said, I did everything you asked. Now we got to put a bow on it. What are we going to call this? And he said, go in the car. I said, oh, all right. So I had a very old Range Rover at that time. It was a 2000. So, um, and, and it didn't have, you know, the fancy uh, stereo system or anything, it had an old radio. So I turned on the radio and K-Love played and it was the song by Mercy Me, Beautiful. And when oh. I turned it on, all I heard was, you were made for so much more than all of this. And I fell back in my seat and I actually turned off the car and I listened to the rest of the song. And I said, oh my gosh, is that what you want to tell me? He goes, yes, I want you to name your autobiography, Made for More. 
And I was like, okay. And then the, and then that's a whole nother story, but it's really important that your followers and your listeners understand that. Yeah. Right. For sure. Tell them the rest. I know. That's (laughs) it. Oh my God. So fast forward to 2015, it's finally published and I'm uh, and I look about the trademarking of it and they, the attorney said, oh, don't worry, you need to do certain things before it's trademarked. And I was oh, all right, you go save your money, just go ahead. Otherwise, you'll have to keep um, applying as a statement, to, uh, sorry, uh, intention to use and you have to reapply and spend more money. Just go build whatever you want to do. So then I put another book out and then I did a course and then I did a couple of other things. And by that time, I'm just in motion. So I didn't think about really going into trademarking it until later. But anyways, that is the story of, well, part of the story of Made For More. And then, um, uh, do you wanna go, Sarah, tell your story? Sure, so how Chosen Girl mixes in, just kind of starting from square one, um, I'm a small business owner, me and my husband, we own, two boutique stores here in Lebanon that are called Poppies. And a lot of y'all, my followers know that, but now hello, Manus followers. Y'all can know me. <laughs> we too. all love you, Sarah. My we friends are family now. We, we love awesome you. Yes. Guys. Yes. So we had always screen printed t-shirts or I've designed them and we wanted to just kind of put God's positivity and light and goodness into something that you could wear that wasn't necessarily pushing Jesus into someone's face, but something that was just a cool conversation starter. And so we were designing and selling these tees and I was just like, I feel like there's something very surface level that I'm missing a part that would make these tees a part of something that is a part of my purpose that what that is what God wants me to do so one night we were talking with a dear friend of mine and she was confused about this situation in her life and she was like you know it's going to be easier if I choose this route but I feel like that's not the road that God wants me to take and it's just so hard to make decisions and she was confused and she you could tell that there was just this inner struggle between what her flesh wanted to do and then like what God actually wanted her to do and what she was feeling in her spirit just that loving conviction from the Lord and so I was like I feel like it's easy (laughs) What you're telling me, of course, if it were me making that decision for myself, it wouldn't be that easy. But let me look into your life and say, of course, it's easy. Do what God wants you to do. And the words came out of my mouth. You have to choose to be chosen that every day we're choosing God's will or we're not choosing it. Every day we're choosing to look and seek out God in the everyday parts of our lives, seek out purpose, seek out um, obedience, seek out truth from his word. And that is a everyday intentional choice. So this word like choose, 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 and choice was just in my mind. And I was feeling such a loving conviction from the Lord, like, how many times have I not chosen God? How many times have I chosen my own will over his or the easy way over what the word has commanded me to do with my neighbors or with loved ones or whatever? And so then I I was thinking about my friend and she was kind of a new Christian and she was like, I just wish I had just some simple things like, you know, how to analyze a scripture or things like that, um, just to kind of get me kickstarted in the word. And I was like, Hunter, I feel like, you know, I can talk to her so much, but 
and teach her things that God has taught me. But how many other women struggle with reading scripture? How many other new Christians need to know, hey, where's some uplifting Christian music that I can listen to? So we started Chosen Girl June 1st of last year. So we've only been doing this for 11 months now. And God has shown out. So, of course, we still have the t-shirts, but that's not our main focus. Our main focus is really making God accessible to women everywhere and creating a space to have community. We have devotions. We have um, our first Bible study just came out. We have even playlists and wallpapers to put on your phone. Anything to remind you that God is there and he has a purpose for you. So with that, we had made some t-shirts that said made for more on them because I was like, oh, hey, you know, they need to know they're made for more. You can choose to be chosen. You can, you, God chooses you every day. He's going to choose you. He chose you when he was on the cross. Um, he chooses you for purpose today, but will you choose him in return? So we had made some teas, um, with made for more, just going along with purpose. Um, we talk a lot about identity identity in Christ and then your daily walk with Christ. And those are really the three um, main ingredients to Chosen Girl is daily walk with Christ, knowing your identity in Christ and knowing that you have a purpose in him. And, and that's what we teach. And that's kind of the skeleton of Chosen Girl that holds us up. But um, I guess, Manna, do you want to just start in how we sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I got a couple of texts and screenshots of uh, your uh, Instagram, uh, yes. posts, which were amazing and gorgeous. So <laughs> <laughs> and on it said made for more. And so my girlfriends was like, hey, you might want to connect with them, let them know. And I was like, oh, yes. And I was... I wasn't excited about doing it because it's it's awkward, you know, and to say, hey, sorry, this is a trademark kind of thing. And, yeah, and, sure. and my experience with a couple of other people have been less than lovely. And uh, so I was like just bracing myself. And I just had another experience with policing this mark. Um, and it was difficult. And I was trying so hard. I was trying so hard. And then I just, you know, I was thinking, gosh, why am I always still have to be the nice one? Why do I always have to wear the white hat? Why do I always have to, you know, like in your head, you, you're like, you were talking earlier, the flesh, like my, I was just like, I'm so like, why people like, you know, I have first use, you know, I've been around since 2015 and why, yes. and then to add salt to the wound in that one situation, most recently, just before you, was that who I thought was a good friend of mine that walked through all of this, her and her husband, endorsed it, endorsed this person uh, who was using my mark publicly in a, within a group that I co-founded, started, and so it was such a slap in the face. Wow. And I thought, wow. So I had a lot of rawness. I was dealing with the betrayal of some people I, I thought were very good friends. And, sure. and I was dealing with now a legal issue. I had to make sure that that was policed. And then I got this text, you know, about you. And, and so I, I share this with our listeners because I want to be very transparent in saying it was not easy for me. It was a very difficult, you know, uh, 
kind of like another um, legal business, you know, a confrontation, yeah. so to say. And a lot of people, hard. yeah, and a lot of people don't like that. But then when I went to your Facebook page, oh, so so then I I thought, ah, oh, I got to say something. So <laughs> Go ahead, girl. You on a bri private message, and I was like, um, hi, Sarah, because there was something about you that was different than all the others, right? So I was like professional and I was business-like. Yes, she I, was. Yeah, but I was very like, I know you don't mean this. And I was just like, so could you get back to me? Because uh, we need to figure this out. <laughs> this is, you know, and then yes. I hear back because it was a weekend. Yes, I did not get the message until Sunday. Yeah. And then you, I think you emailed me later that day. I, I may have met, I, I got an email or you even after the Instagram message, but I responded to both just in case because Instagram does that weird thing where it shows up in request. Oh yes. Talking about. So that's why I didn't see it. Um, one of my, uh, girls who post with me on yeah. chosen girl, she, um, saw me at church that Sunday and she was like, I think there's a message that you're <laughs> going to want to read. I don't even know if I've told you that, man. No. Like, okay. And she was like, yeah, you're going to want to read it today. And I was like, okay. And so I get home and I read it and the top, like y'all, me and Mana have become such close friends and she has been an awesome mentor in my life since this, since then. And I'm so sorry, a train's going by. I've, I've tried to put cushy things around me, but if you hear a train, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm, I'm recording right next to the train station, which is a great place to record a podcast. Oh, right. it's an amazing place right now. <laughs> the sound quality is fantastic. <laughs> but um, but anyway, I am a type A personality. I I was unaware of the trademark. I was not, you know, doing this out of spite, or no. it was literally just I had no clue. I really didn't even know all that much about trademarks in general and the classes and you know there's apparel there's movies there's teaching wear there's bracelets there's you know there's so many things that can go on with this so I message her back and I'm like hey um let me do some research with my lawyer and and I've, I'm friends now with an awesome trademark lawyer here in Nashville and I want to get back with you as soon as possible so um, honestly, on the inside, the rule follower in me, like first child is freaking out because I'm like, one, where do I go from here? And two, I hope this person doesn't think bad of me. Like, I, I mean, all these thoughts were racing through my head. And my, I know my chosen girl family knows this. My imagination always goes to the worst, like anxiety, worry, like, oh my goodness, we're going into the unknown. So, um, I meet with my friend and she was like, yeah, you need to take your stuff down. And I was like, okay, great. So honestly, I was really struggling with my flesh for a couple of reasons. One, and these are no secret to Mana. We've been completely transparent with each other through this. One, I was really proud of my design. It was one of my favorite shirts that I had ever made. And it was my favorite shirt to wear. And two, I had just ordered the inventory. So I was like, man, like business-wise, like not even being greedy, just trying to like steward things well, this really stinks. Like I'm going to take this down because it's the right thing to do. 
but I didn't want to. <laughs> so I messaged Mana that day and I was like, hey, I'm working on taking everything down. And I was wondering if you would give me like a grace period to sell out. And she so graciously emailed me back and she was like, let me look up some rules. If I'm selling this wrong, man, let me know, but let me ask my trademark lawyer and I'll let you know. So I went to bed that night and y'all, I woke up the next morning and the Holy spirit was all up in my grill. <laughs> <laughs> so adorable I love you so I felt the Lord so strongly like it was undeniable put on my heart and say if you don't own that trademark you don't need or chosen girl it wouldn't be me individually chosen girl does not need to profit off of that trademark because it's not yours and I can't bless what's not yours if it's someone else's and that sounds just like an Elizabeth Sanders line. God won't bless what not, what's not his. That's what she says all the time. And it's so true. I'm not going to ask him to endorse something that's wrong. So not only did he put that on my heart, and I'm not saying this to my horn because my attitude about it was not horn tootable at all. I felt the Lord say, I want you to mail the inventory to Manna, and I want you to give it to her because the trademark is hers. And I was like, Lord, I think you've got the wrong girl. I think you've messed up. <laughs> and this, you know, I really don't want to say this or do this, but he persisted with me through that morning. So I think that it may have been around like mid morning or lunchtime manna that I finally emailed you. It was, it was hurting my heart to the point where I was like, I gotta get this off my chest right now. So I emailed her and I was like, Hey, at that time I was like Miss Mana or something like <laughs> this is before we knew each other as well as we do now. And I was like, I just feel the Lord telling me to tell you that I'm not going to sell um, the merchandise on the chosen girl site anymore. This is your trademark and I would love to have your address. Well, cause you I, said you had a gift for me, but you didn't tell yeah. me what it was. Yes, I didn't tell you what it was at that time because I felt the Lord say, I knew that you were nice and that you wouldn't accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I already sensed how nice she was because she was, even in, after like the first professional message, she messaged again and was like, again, I know you don't mean anything by this. Like we will get this worked out, you know, like it was very, very sweet and kind and gracious. So I knew that she was a nice person. Um, so she calls me or did you say, can I call you or can I have your number? Yes. I asked for your number. So she calls me and y'all, this is just when the Lord like took off with just everything going on with our story. So, um, you were basically in tears when you called me. I was, it was a, it was a, and, and you said you were going to not sell anything. It was just that you, had this inventory and you wanted 90 days to, and then yes. I was like, well, I knew the answer, but I thought, let me buy some time and let me, and I said, can we pray? Let's just pray. Let's just, yes. pray. and then I checked with my attorney. I said, she's amazing. She's adorable. I love her so much already. Oh. And, and then he goes, well, she just has to stop. Otherwise USPTO will say like, it's like, you're not policing your mark, which exactly. is, and I said, 
I know, I know. And he goes, but however, you, I said, I have an idea. So I told him what the idea was. And then he goes, uh, however you want to handle the damages is up to you. And I went, great. So then I said, I, I think I emailed you and you said, I have something and I want it. And I was like crying. I was at this uh, meeting. Uh, and I was sobbing. I was, oh, Sarah, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Can I have your number? Because I want to talk to you with the Lord is doing something. And I think this is bigger than what you and I could ever imagine. Yes. So then, yes. The next day we did talk. So do you want to tell the rest? Sure. And you butt in anytime, girl, because <laughs> you know I can talk. And so, y'all, don't you love her, the way she talks? I love her. I was just about to say the same thing about you. I love the way you talk. It's so peaceful. Like, I feel like you could record bedtime stories and, and have them read to people because your voice is so soothing. Um, someone's knocking on my door. I'm so sorry. Anyway, I just didn't want y'all to hear it. Um, so anyway... So I get a call from Vanna the next morning. I'll never forget it. I was actually in the Starbucks parking lot. And um, she was just so overwhelmed with what God was already doing that I didn't yet see. All that I had heard was like, you need to be obedient to this. And guys, this is not a holier than thou story because obedience is hard. I didn't want to be obedient. I wanted to hold on to what I thought was mine. But also during that time, I felt the Lord say like, Sarah, if you are so caught up in keeping this design or if you're not even in keeping it, but if you're just sad and losing it, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't you think I can't give you more ideas? Like all of the things that Mana and I have already done, like individually, they are, they are straight from the Lord. So if you don't, grasp or if you don't approach things with an open hands mentality if your fists are closed I feel like your blessings are just going to slip right through your fingers but if you're open God can bless you with more so this is a huge lesson that I've had to learn from this so anyways guys y'all have to excuse the technical difficulties because the file that Mana sent me would only go so long anyway this story is just beginning guys so what started as trademark infringement um, is ending up being something that is definitely going to be used for God's kingdom. We had a phone conversation shortly thereafter, the one that I'm talking about from the Starbucks parking lot. And Mana agreed that let's keep selling the shirts. Let's put them back on Chosen Girl website, but let's choose on a nonprofit of our choice you know, take the tax write-off that it can be donated so that way you're not out your inventory cost. But let's use this to glorify God. And you guys, what an amazing heart. And our conversation is going to go on for several more weeks, guys. And we're going to release the shirts being for sale and being donated to this um, nonprofit of our choice that we cannot wait to share with you. But guys, this just came to teach me, don't limit what God can do, because seriously, guys, I was so worried and so anxious about this. Y'all know me, I struggle with anxiety, and I would have never dreamed that God would have been so gracious to let me infringe upon a trademark of someone who 
talks with him and someone who wants to do his will. So thank the Lord for that. We're going to be talking more about the nonprofit that we're going to donate to. We're going to talk more about how do Christians do business because one, man, I had to confront me and two, then I had to respond. So in a culture where it's like babes support babes, sometimes they don't and sometimes it's hard. And so we're going to be talking more about that next week. But guys, we cannot wait to share with you the full story of what God is unfolding. He is so good and he really does work all things together for the good. Who would have thought that Chosen Girl accidentally, let me make that clear, we had no idea that the trademark was even a thing. Um, Infringing on a trademark by accident would turn into a beautiful friendship and mentorship and that we could change people's lives for the kingdom. So tune in next week on Friday. We're going to have another episode available for you guys, and we cannot wait to see what else God does. We love you guys. We'll see you with Tell Me About It podcast on Tuesday. Thank you all for listening and for being a part of our Chosen Girl community. Make sure you subscribe, screenshot, and even tag us on Instagram so we can share in the love with you guys. We love you. We are praying for you, and we truly believe that God has more for you. See you all next Tuesday.